Genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one slingshooting minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I am Chris O'Connor! Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Ah, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, headphone users. Uh, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that was pretty dope, though. That was a good. Yeah. My, was little wave, good. Awesome. my little waveform is all exploded. <laughs> yeah, much, much, much gonna, like the s- tram station s- itself. <laughs> it's a secondary explosion. <laughs> uh, that, and that secondary point. explosion is minute one hundred two, <laughs> which starts with uh, with Gobby being pulled back by the tram falling because gravity. Yeah. <sighs> And, for a moment, at least, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a moment, yeah. Yeah. and uh, ends with uh, the conclusion of the explanation of Goblin's st- sadistic choice. Mm. <laughs> conclusion of the explanation, a regular Spidey's yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh boy, yeah, it, wordplay. Oh, just on the edge of not working, but it worked. Uh, I'm glad. Writing we're, down we're Spidey's choice. <laughs> <laughs> A regular Spidey's choice. Uh, <laughs> um. So, Spidey's. so first of all, I do. I do really like that. Uh, the Goblin's glider is still suffering from uh spider-man's sabotage like, just sabotage yeah. earlier of just like just pulling stuff uh-huh. out of it because he's yeah. like he's like pulling it back up uh pulling the tram back up and you just hear it just like its gears are grinding and it's yes it's gears it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's gears because that's how these things work gears. yeah it sounds like a car trying to like yeah. pull out you know peel out of like a a, a, a mud, like mud or something it's like no yeah. that's not yeah. no the engine yeah. doesn't whine like that get Yes, yes, it does. This one does. I love it. I love. It. You know why I love it? Because Ugh. it feels emotionally right in your brain stem. Hey, you know what gliders no can't do? Sense. Haul yeah. heavy loads. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but this but like, one does. This one does. Ugh. Yeah. It yeah. also has even toy rockets. It's been damaged, and he never bothered to repair it. Yeah, and toy rockets. And toy rockets. toy rockets that and explode buildings, <laughs> take them back in time to unexplode them. Yes. Just to re-explode <laughs> them again. <laughs> oh, and that was another thing from the previous minute, like where where MG is like where you first see her up there on the top of the bridge, and mm-hmm. he like does a little flyby, and mm-hmm. the thing has like I don't know some sort of sharp bladed something or other that's like clean enough that he's able to oh, cut yeah. off like a steel like eye right. beam yeah and, without it interrupting his flight at all I'm like no no that's just dumb 
Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's the right kind of dumb. You know, like the anti-grav machine that can somehow lift a tram full of children and passengers, even when it's like, it's scary. It's scary and weird that it can chop through the thing. That's scary and weird. It makes no sense. But yeah, fun. I mean, it's it's the same kind of logic that you have to like just roll with when Superman can fly and pick up stuff. Yeah, when you're just I know. when you're just like he has no propulsion. How is he doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's well, worse is Superman like catching people like when they're falling mm-hmm. and they're like, oh no, he'll go save them. But like he he flies in super fast and catches them. Like the impact of him grabbing them would have hurt them worse than like the fall. Like getting hit by a giant bullet. (laughs) Well, the giant, a giant bullet that can like readjust and like, you know, shock absorb. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What is it? Well, I mean, that's 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 the same way that sometimes like, you know, like, you know, there are, there are videos of like small children falling from like second story windows or third story windows. And like, you know, if somebody gets under them and is able to catch them, you're able to, it's not like you're hitting a, 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 an unmovable rocky object of a person right. the oh, person sure. like yeah. drops with them and moves and and they survive right. yeah right, you right, do a right. bit of a give to it yeah and plus i feel like in one of the many many explanations that are unnecessary of how superman's powers works there's like one Ugh. i think with, with superboy where they talked about <laughs> that it's like um Everybody, everybody, uh, go go back to Monday's episode and start a drinking game. Take a drinking, take a drink every time Chris goes. Ugh. <laughs> You're drunk already. Good work. <laughs> You're drunk already. Assuming you did exactly as he said just a moment ago, well, and have already begun. On Monday. You're yeah, like five in. shots in. <laughs> Well, you will have known by now to start as, this when we come much, up with it now. <laughs> as much as I ugh, drink again, uh, as much as I do that, I still love this stuff. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, oh, of course. yeah, of course. Yeah, no, but, um, <laughs> at least in one of the uh, um, explanations that are unnecessary for Superman's powers, I think it was in a Superboy comic. The idea that it's like a tactile telekinesis that like mm-hmm. touching touching the object is enough to gain complete control over it oh, which yeah. is which is why like he doesn't punch a hole through a uh an airplane when he catches the airplane because uh, it, would, it would just he would tear through it like paper but because right. as soon as he grabs the object he has complete physical control of it right yeah. like it like it becomes like part of his like center of gravity or something yeah, yeah. i guess yeah or like but he's like, just really good at catching a ball yeah, yeah he's sure so good at it. that's yeah it. he's, he's, he's real good yeah he's just, like super he's, at it He's 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 real good. He was on the Smallville football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, super. You know who yeah. wasn't on the Smallville football team? Norman Osborn. Uh, uh, yeah. No that jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I just love I love how much exhaust is coming out of this stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll make it work better. Uh, also, he's he, got he is just he, and and like this tram is is like sealed, but it's probably going through the vents. So like all these kids just got cancer. I mean, just <laughs> all kinds of cancer. Also, uh, like his yeah. his, uh, his glove. He has got a hell of a glove to grab. Yeah. Like, and I mean, you know, we'll see it in the next minute. But these guys have both got super duper great gloves for grabbing <laughs> steel cables that are dropping with incredible weight attached to them. It's, kind it's of like amazing. I don't know if you've ever tried to like slide down a rope. <laughs> Just your yeah. own weight sliding down a rope will rip the skin right off you. It's yep. awful. It's really not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you got to try everybody's tried that, right? Like you've tried to swing like Spider-Man from a thing and then the way yeah. your body oh, absolutely. like your hand free and like, from the rope and you're like, "Ah!" ah! When I when I was like a, when I was a kid, when I was like uh when I was 10, I think. It was like it was like 4th grade or something. 
Uh, fifth grade anyway yeah. there was like this little clearing that we had like out uh, behind like our, our our houses on base where uh we set up like uh, not a clearing but like a set of, of trees and yeah. we were able to set up a zip line from like one to the other it was like a tiny zip line it was only like you know 30 feet long sure, um sure. but you you dr- you climbed up the tree like 15 feet to get onto it it was actually kind of a steep angle it was really dumb of us but like <laughs> there were after doing it like a couple of times with like belts and like thick sticks and you know one of them broke we're like hey why don't we just try it like you know on our hands that oh, was a God. really quick fall oh, to, no. to certain to pain it was like some kid some kid was just like i'm oh, just gonna God. try this what, what what's yeah. the worst that could happen i'm like uh, well it's oh, a very God. quickly learned lesson that the worst way. that could happen is about to happen <laughs> yeah here you go uh, some so, learning for you play um, stupid games win stupid prizes yeah so let's talk about let's talk about this slingshot um yes yeah mm-hmm. because this- <laughs> it is uh it is not in the script this is this was added <gasps> in post so it's like all yeah this is something this, the effects guys came up with yeah yeah, yeah for sure because this is not in the script at all because in the script he literally just swings over to the bridge and lands um and that's it uh yeah so also, also like why did he bother to take the time to stand there and be like gabby what have you done yeah, it's like, like what just do what? this right away just, if you know just where swing he is. towards him swing towards yeah. him yeah He's anyway. surveying the damage. He's figuring out what he's got in store, but, I guess. But yeah, that's that slingshot trick. Like I I want that to be an Olympic event. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I want. I, I'm not sure how you could possibly do it, but oh. there needs to be like a, a summer, like sort of like, you know, have the ski jump where people yes. like fly so far. There needs to oh, be yes. like a similar thing where you like slingshot yourself into a pool. Uh, that would be the most amazing, or a lake, a lake, a pool. Yeah, you'll probably a lake, die. Yeah. A lake. There's something so viscerally appealing of the like the the build up Pew! and then the release, and you just go Phew, through the. Air. And he's like oh, flipping man! through the air. It could be oh, you could so you could cool. do it like both for for the distance and also like you can judge their their flipping and tumbling through the right, air. It'd be, right, right, yeah, it'd be amazing. Like the, di- the high dive, the horizontal mm-hmm. high dive. You know, because you're flying forward. Oh, like doing amazing! The oh, that's cool. Somebody yeah. make that uh, yeah. an extreme sport. <laughs> be awesome. X Games, oh my God. get working on and it. Just, and just imagine the, uh, the, 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 what are those things called? The go, go cams or whatever? Like oh, somebody oh, wearing, wow. yeah. yeah, wearing one of those doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, I, I can't, I imagine that, that some gymnast somewhere has strapped one of those on and I don't know if I want to watch that footage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little queasy. Um, yeah. But boy, is it thrilling cinematically. Like, I oh li- yeah. I like the reveal yeah. of it that we... We come in on the ledge, and we we had the setup of the ledge in yesterday's minute, mm-hmm. but that we just see the bent flags, and then we yeah. go over the flags, and then you're like, and the amount of time like it takes to his think, way like, down. Ah, the amount of time it takes to think, oh yeah, the 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 flags are bending. Oh, because he's pulling. Oh, like the yeah. the thought process is timed so well. I think and then it, he's off. Ugh. I think it might be. I'm trying to think. Uh, like over the course of the rest of the movie, is that the last sort of just like pure comic book Spidey moment of the movie? I think so. I, um, I think until we get to the final like uh, swinging montage that ends on the, la- the flagpole, like the last. Minute oh well, yeah, but that's all yeah. stuff we've seen before. I'm saying like stuff we haven't yeah. seen before. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. like new, yeah. new, yeah. new, and thing. him like zipping through all the girders here in the bridge, yes. like where he's like flipping around them, be you know like putting the entire U.S. Olympic team to shame. It's, it's like and doing doing the double swinging. Yeah. yeah, well, and doing the double <laughs> spin around around the joint so that yeah. he can yeah. he can fly higher up. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. It's, it's Spider-Man. Stuff. Like, he's there. Look at him. Yeah. He's double jumping. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. And the land, too. That, like, the 
uh, the swell of the music all the way, and then the like the beat when he lands yeah, on the bridge. Is, oh, this is this is like stuff. this is like some of the strongest the score is. Uh, oh yeah, like right here. I think this also, is the part they steal for the video game. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So also, I just I love that the goblin. I understand like why, but it does it does drive my sense of uh cinematic framing balance uh it, like my those alarms go off in my head because he's all the way to one edge because he has to hold mj over but then he's got the huge cord that goes all the way down <laughs> to the other end yeah i just i, like, I really <laughs> love that i just how I, off I, kilter it is because yeah. he's got to be so far to one side than the yeah. other yeah i like to okay so this frame uh so when we land at the end of all the fancy flipping after all of the stuff, when he lands and he stands up the, like the shot mm -hmm. of Spidey standing, we have this like super like dutched frame uh, where everything's all diagonals and the goblin and MJ are just in the corner and Spidey mm -hmm. is like looming huge in the foreground. And mm -hmm. it like, I, something about that just really spoke to me. And as I was flipping through earlier, I kind of realized what it was. It's not just that, on the shot of the goblin, we're really off kilter. Like that's been established, you know, mm -hmm. earlier and like the other mm -hmm. things. And when the we cut back is to off kilter, yeah. When we cut back to Spidey, it's all horizontal, you know, flat with him centered in the frame. But what I realized this time watching it is what I love is all those diagonals are leading towards the goblin and MJ. And so Spidey lands and looks up, and he's looming huge in the foreground. He looks big and powerful, and all of our focus is going up towards MJ because that's where his focus is. Mm -hmm. And then the reveal of Oh, there's a bigger issue. It's not just her. It's the 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 kids are in danger as well. Like that I just like that the initial frame makes us focus too far on one side specifically for that reveal later. Mm -hmm. Like it's a simple thing, but I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. I like done. it too. Okay. It's yeah. good. <laughs> well, and I, and, I, and I like um I I I've never okay, so I've I've never associated Spider-Man with nighttime. So, uh -huh. I I've never loved that the third act of this is at is like in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Um or I guess just nighttime. I there's kids out doing stuff. Um yeah. so maybe yeah, yeah. not coming home from um, games. Right. So so you know, like you know, just early evening or whatever this is. Um, but I, I don't, I've never, I mean, it's like November. So the sun went down at six. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've just never associated Spider-Man as a character with nighttime stuff. So like I, I typically, <laughs> I, I've always wanted to see this a scene. Dark spider night. Yeah. During, <laughs> I've always wanted to see this scene during the day just because mm -hmm. um, that makes more sense to me, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but. Huh. I don't, I, I don't, I don't mind this, and I think that the costumes look great, and I think that's ultimately yeah. why they chose huh. to go at night. I, um, you know, I was just about to say that I was like, oh well, you know, this problem is solved for you in the subsequent movies. But then I thought, wait a second, I think in the finale for two, and for three, yeah, and for the Amazing Spider-Man's that when the things are when the when the the when you get to the finale and to the final like height of mm -hmm. action. By then, like, you know, there'll be like some big beats that happen during daylight, but yeah. the, the, the end thing, like, uh, like Dr. Octopus's lab yep. that by the time they get there, it's night, I uh, think the that building might with be... Venom and Sandman, it's <sighs> night, uh, yeah, like the, the, the electro thing in Amazing Spider-Man two, it's night, night. and yeah, then the, lizards, the lizard like night, is also and night. Vulture, was that night. at night or was that Vulture just dark night. sky? Yeah. yeah. So we're, 
what six for six? Five I, I actually, I actually think Doc Ock huh. is golden hour. I don't think it's night. I think, I think when they're done, it's night. But I think yeah. the initial, like as the building is starting to collapse, I believe oh, yeah, that's, that's right. golden like hour. That, I remember, I remember, like in Spider Man Two, like there was a lot of that sort of warm sky, mm-hmm. like Super you know, yellowy. like sun. There, yeah. Like throughout the movie, it was very mm-hmm. like there was it was very sort of orange. Well, not I don't know if it was orangey, but like sunsetty looking. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like the whole movie is kind of. Made to, I mean, Scott pointed this out. Like when after the World Unity Festival, when uh, Spidey swings away with MJ, there's like a beautiful like late afternoon sort of glow in that s- sequence, and it's like, oh, just make the second movie look like that because that's gorgeous. Like, yeah. It's so sort of the yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nighttime in all all of them. That's yeah. wild. I never thought about that. It's and it's um, weird because that's not Spider Man's time of day. Like he's yeah. a he's a daytime guy. Um, yeah. So it's it is Usually weird at night, that he's like I need like to go that. to sleep. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then Moon Knight not... comes out and Daredevil yeah. comes out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I know. And that's why they so. don't run into each other too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So. Um, I will say this. I've been going on about it for a hundred episodes by now, but like. This low light situation, this is why we have the webs the way they are. This shot of Spidey here. Like mm-hmm. to make sure that he still looks like Spidey in this light is the way yeah. we have these webs. I, I like I like the way the, the webs look. I, the, you're talking about how they're like three they're sort of raised. They're yeah, like, with the, uh, with the they're, they're, that raised edge. webbing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like the way the eyes look. I've never been big on these eyes. They yeah. feel like they're, they're really angry. jutting off of his face like I don't know. It just looks weird. They're it's just, like it's like it's like somebody took a motorcycle helmet and cut mm-hmm. eye shapes out of it, and then yeah. sort of like hot glued them onto the mask. <laughs> they're just no too mean to the looking. Who actually they're not. The yeah, they're just they're not friendly. And angry. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is a Spider-Man, but he's not the friendly Spider-Man. Right. These are the face. these are the kinds of eyes that you want to see on the black costume, not the blue costume. Yes, <laughs> not the blue and yes. red costume. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, but, so uh, then we 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 get to the actual Goblin's choice. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I I I really I I really like because I, I like fools. I like the choice. I like how he ties it back to their conversation on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but and and I like it in juxtaposition to what happens in the night when Stacy died, which is just like, like ah, you punched me in the face, and now I'm just gonna push your girlfriend off the bridge. <laughs> uh, like it's, it's like that's yeah. it. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, <laughs> like all right. <laughs> uh so I do like that this is more of a moral choice. Um yeah. and I like that it's set up as a and we'll get the resolution to it in tomorrow's minute, but yeah. It, we we I like that it's set up as like look, no matter which Here's you your choose, you lose. Yeah. 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 Which is and we're as we're about to see in a minute, not true. Right. right, you're standing but at the switch in the rails. We're, and we're talking about a universe where the goblin's glider was powerful enough to lift the tram up in the first place. So yeah. of course you shouldn't succeed. Right. <laughs> but um, I but the other thing that I wanted to talk about is that he's he's calling MJ the woman he loves. Which yeah. how would he know that if yeah. if like gives it away I, like like to to Mary Jane like how how would he know that. Spider-Man likes me. Like even if she's yeah. thinking like, but oh, she's not well, thinking. Spider-Man about that. does. Yeah, I know. But what I'm <laughs> saying, like, it gives it gives it all away, and so it's it's yeah. interesting that she's not putting it together. 
Yeah. She doesn't put it together for Even it, it makes sense yeah. that she doesn't get it now. Right. But at the same time, she should think about it later, be like, why did this jerk mm-hmm. kidnap me in the first place? What mm-hmm. did he say? Why did he say that? Hey, wait a second. How did he know my name? I never told him my name. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wait, because he never <laughs> she never actually he never asked for her name when they had their kiss in the rain, right? No. no. No, no, no so but there's but, like but, no point where. But Peter, but Peter and Spider Man had a deep oh, conversation about her. Yeah, about Mary about Jane. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he knows. Okay. All right. All right. We'll consider that one fan wanked away. <laughs> um. So I. But but the other thing that I think is is interesting. Um. Is that whenever I was told about Gwen Stacy's tenure in Amazing Spider Man prior to actually reading it. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. always told that her father finds out that Peter is Spider-Man and then promptly dies and she blames Spider-Man and it's that whole irony of she loves Peter but thinks yeah. Spider-Man is yeah. responsible for her father's death and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. But I was always told that she finds out that Peter nope. is Spider-Man nope. right nope. before nope. she nope. dies. Nope. Nope. And nope. she nope. finds out nothing. She dies not knowing that Peter is Spider-Man. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. That, that makes me very sad. Yeah. Yeah. That makes I don't know like, if it's like retconned later or what, but I'm, I've always been told I wouldn't that. be at all surprised if it was, but yeah. uh, for that initial run and what actually, you know, that, that issue there, like I was... Like uh, when I reread it and, and realized, oh, she doesn't actually nothing. She's she's not awake for this. It just yeah. happens. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that sucks. They just like completely remove her agency from the like moment. Like as, as as I was as I was reading along, like you know, and, and like we get up to like the frame where the goblins like outside her apartment window, and she's like thinking about how like was she thinking? She wasn't thinking about Harry. She was thinking about like um the problems with like Aunt May and like how oh, I shouldn't have told him, you know told her to stop treating Peter like a baby. Like <laughs> I think that's what she was she was worried about. But uh, yeah, I was like at, up until that point, I was like okay, so. At what point does she get to finally find out that he's Spider-Man? Because I could, I thought that happened. Like it had entered mm-hmm. into my my cultural content. I can't remember distinctly being told that that yeah. had happened, but mm-hmm. I had been under, I'd always been under the impression that, like, at some point shortly before it happened, she knew. Nope, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't yeah. know. Which because yeah. uh, I always thought that was the tragedy is that he told her his identity and then she and then died. they never, yeah. Yeah. That's what that and so then he was like, well, now I can't tell anybody ever. That's what I always yeah. thought was the thing. Um, yeah. but apparently it's one of those yeah. weird things for our generation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they didn't even justify it that much. Like no. they didn't even go that far with it. It's right. just it's just a mean thing that didn't need to happen to her. Yeah, it was it's just awful. a mean thing to do. It was just a like yeah. it was just a shocking thing. Um <sighs> that was that was the whole thing cuz nothing like that had ever happened before. Reading the issues up to that point, like I think uh like in one arc with uh, between Doctor Octopus and Hammerhead, like uh, somebody shoots uh, like one of Doc, uh, one of somebody's like goon. They shoot him in an alley. So like you know people die, but yeah. it's always somebody you don't know or care about. And like right. everybody's always talking about how I'm going to destroy you and I'm going to kill you and I'm going to I'm going to kill these people, but they never actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was the whole purpose of her death, and that was it. But um, yeah, it and also wasn't just that he couldn't save her, right? It just yeah. they just didn't they didn't quite. I see the why they wanted to do something like that. I just don't think that they quite stuck the landing because they 
They, well, they, I mean, they did well, it all in one issue, um, which is yeah. crazy. Wait, that caught me by surprise too. Yeah. <laughs> like the cover for it where it's like, one of these people will die and I don't know. And I was like, wait a second, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in one issue. But at the same time, like, uh, you know, we, we, again, like 40 years have passed and this sort of thing is done differently now than it was then. This was like the first yeah. kind of attempt in comics to to sort of do this and add that sort of seriousness. And so, right. you know, baby steps. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, context of time. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about these shoes and uh, threatens the fall? Her slippers. Her slippers that fall. Not her slippers. slippers. And we don't see him hit. That's what gives me the oopsie dropsies. Mm. It's awful. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I wish they were bunny slippers. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I you know what you know no, what shot I bunnies. you know what you know what shot I really love. Mm. Um, I really love at, while he's when he's talking to Spider and Spider Man. We're looking at Spider Spider Man. He's sort of like breathing heavily, like in the shadows. We're like got like a bus shot, and then we cut to the Goblin, and he 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 starts saying like save the woman you love and is like turning toward her with his yeah. with his eye with his his eye lenses open and he's just yeah. wide eyed and it just he just straight up i don't think ever in this movie does he look more like the goblin from the comics than in that particular moment yeah yeah <laughs> it's the real good and, so and again like this this these lines that he's delivering suffer the little children you know that that sort of raspy comic booky like heavy cartoon voice yeah. is like the most like <laughs> creeped out you know tweaked out goblin voice that he does the whole time oh mm-hmm. yeah i also Absolutely. i just want to give props to this i love that he's completely aware of the fact that this is a sadistic and crazy thing to do and that he calls it out explicitly he, he calls like, himself a lunatic yeah, a yeah. lunatic with a sadistic choice, and then he just leans right into it. Like I love how unrepentantly evil he is, and he knows he's evil. <laughs> like, there's something so pure about that. Like it's almost Doctor Doomy. Yeah, I, there like, is, but evil. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not into him referring to himself as a lunatic. I think. Oh, really? I think that's, okay. Yeah. yeah well, because I, I, I think it's one of my issues with, with this, because I don't think. Look, I have no problem with the goblin in the comics referring to himself as a lunatic. That's whatever. Mm, but yeah. this one, I I don't know. Like, he's always been trying to justify mm. everything that he's done. Mm. Yeah. And, and so it's weird mm. that this goblin refers For to himself as a lunatic. For him to have, like, a yeah. comical awareness of yeah. his uh, yeah. psychosis. I just, right. I just caught myself doing that thing where it was like. Because the goblin is always trying to convince uh, Os- uh, uh, Norman, that, Norman. He's, yeah. that he's right. That he's, yeah, you know, this right. is, Everything's on the you, you know, this, this is, is the truth. Everybody's out to get you. Yeah. It's like, it's not like you're crazy and you should accept your craziness and right. tell people how you got these scars. It's yeah. everybody's yeah. out to get you and you need to kill them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I, I, I just fell into that thing where you've wanted to see something from the, the version that wasn't adapted. And mm-hmm. so when you see it, you're excited, even though it doesn't track with what's actually been set up. Where it's like, right? I, like the way, like the, when we t- describe, like seeing the look in his eyes when he turns like that—that that looks as much like the comic goblin as it ever is—and him saying that like sadistic choice thing feels so much like, oh my gosh, this a is a comic choice. book villain. Here he is. Yeah. Even though it doesn't quite, yeah, 
It doesn't right. actually work. And it, well, and it, it, it would it's exciting with to just, see. Yeah. Right. Well, it it's is just not internally not, consistent, but it works within the scene. Right. It's just yeah. not that. It's just the lunatic thing that that sticks in my craw because it's mm-hmm. it's the I I don't mind that he's giving him a choice. And that because the point of this is to pay off their conversation on the roof of like, I'm, I'm going to do this so that you can see that no matter which you choose, you're going to be wrong because that's what happens to heroes. Right. Yeah. It probably you know, to be like more internally consistent. He'd probably say something like a more powerful man or the better man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, and I mean like the, the, Something the, the scenario is fine. It's the way he presents it that's weird. Yeah, because yeah. I do like that. The it's scenario like scenario is fine. Well, and it's not fine. It's awful. Like this is a horrible thing <laughs> yeah. to do. I just mean like it tracks thematically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know the whole uh, responsibility to you. other people versus like your personal life things. Right. Literally put into one side or the other. Right. Here, this is one. Here's the other. He yeah. he presents himself as a supervillain, and that would that's what drives me crazy about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There it is. Yeah. There yeah. it is. So oh, okay. I don't know, um, but I do. I do like this as a, I do like this as a choice. I I, I really do, mm-hmm. and I like it as a Spider-Man choice because, like as you put it, this is literally his responsibility as Spider-Man versus his personal life. Mm-hmm. But then also MJ is also a responsibility of Spider-Man because she's just a person. So then it's you know it's it's <laughs> it's a really nice. It's a really nice choice that he yeah. has to, you know, think about making, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I like yeah. I like yeah. how it's all set up and it's good. I like this. I also yeah, like it's that like it's the... I mean, obviously these are high stakes. Like I'm not going to I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of Giddy a, and Ninja. A tram full of children almost dying or, mm-hmm. you know, even a single woman almost dying, but I do appreciate that the stakes of this like big scary scenario are not like everybody in the city is about to die yeah, or the right. world is about to end. Right. That this is a I'm gonna a, kill this suck this basketball team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like this is a situation that the emotional stakes are huge. And the like the repercussions. I'm sorry, are I just I just yeah. imagined the goblin heckling them. The hoop stars, more like poop stars. <laughs> 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 They're about to be a stain on the red. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's, it's one of those. Um, you know, like uh, choice between Geary and Ninjo, like the the, yeah. the social responsibility versus uh, emotional, personal, uh, personal life versus social life. Yeah, I right. I care about this more than I'm going to care about like a generic. The lizard's uh, going to turn dying. everybody into lizards. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I care about the fallout here a lot more, even though it's technically a worse scenario. Right. No, 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 absolutely. No, no sky beams. We're anti sky beams. No sky beams. No sky (laughs) beams. Ugh, sky beams. (laughs) (laughs) The worst kind of beams. Yeah. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's not going to make it all the way to orbit. (laughs) If I had to choose beams, it's not high on the list. It's way down low. It's like fifth, fifth favorite at best. True. Oh, and if you are still playing that game that Scott mentioned earlier, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Chris, uh, tell us, tell us about uh, your, you know, when, 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 when did you first sort of like, you know, if do you have an early memory of Spider-Man, like as a character, what are your earlier interactions? 
my with early it. my early memories of Spider-Man um is being Spider-Man for Halloween. I think that's like one of my first yeah. I think I think the first I know no, I don't I don't remember it, but I have pictures of one of my first Halloweens that was Superman, but I don't remember that. But I also have pictures of I think the Halloween after that where I was Spider-Man, and I do remember that. Nice. Um, and then as a little kid, um, you know, I saw Spider-Man in cartoons. I I would see it here and there um, before before we went overseas, and I, I I can't recall exactly whether I saw it saw him in probably in Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I might have also seen some of like the uh, what is it the Electric Company and. And some oh, other yeah. things. And, and also just like how Spider-Man showed up in all sorts of kid things like coloring books and, you know, mm-hmm. this book or that book. Um, and then uh, when I got back uh, from from uh, from being overseas and I was like in, you know, fifth grade, uh, fifth grade, sixth grade, you know, like at the time, uh, I think X-Men came out first. And that really sort of drew, drew me into Marvel. Um, yeah. in a big way and like, you know, collected all the cards and everything. And then when the, uh, when the Mar, when the, the Spider-Man cartoon show came onto Fox kids, um, I don't remember how long after I, X-Men did come first, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure X-Men. I think they first. were, I think they were both early Fox kids shows. Like I think they, they, they both were both early right and they were running the like time. concurrently and there were yeah. crossover episodes between them, but I, I could swear the X-Men was like a year or two before. Spider-Man started anyway, but that Spider-Man yeah. show that was like sort of like the first big entry into Spider-Man where I I got the stories and I I sort of you know like I I had known about Uncle Ben and Aunt May and like I you know I knew that MJ was his girlfriend, but mm-hmm. like the, the the cartoon from the '90s was definitely where I got like all the you know the black suit Spidey and mm-hmm. Smythe and Kingpin and Goblin mm-hmm. and and the Osborns and you know Doc Connors and the Lizard and and all the all the that show was really great at at, uh, at pr- presenting all these different storylines and all these 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 big arcs uh, you know like Craven the Hunter and uh, yeah. what's his f- oh the vampire whose name Morbius, I can't the living Morbius, Morbius. yeah and then Blade <laughs> showed up in that episode cool, you know so before cool. Blade was a car- a movie uh-huh and, which which uh, they all they all sucked plasma through their hands yes plasma oh, yeah. instead of blood yeah. <laughs> yeah and through their hands instead of fangs um yeah yeah little, that was a, that adjustment. was an adjustment that was made that we're watching that as like a 12 year old i was like mm, I, I detect <laughs> censorship yeah <laughs> uh but I, I i i i just going back to what you said about um about uh x-men versus spider-man um x-men mm-hmm. did premiere in 1992 and spider-man in 94 so there was yeah. a two so year you were right yeah. yeah 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 that was definitely that was like that started the year i got back from germany and that was definitely like like oh man i remember like one time well, I it's X-Men cards, but maybe I'd save that for an X-Men podcast. So never mind. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, I was really into it, stupidly into it. Awesome. Um, and yeah. Uh, But yeah, Spider-Man, like I was really into that, uh, to that cartoon. And then later on, I had some uh, some good friends of mine who like they they collected the comics a lot more than I did. I never really collected um, Spider-Man comics but I would go over to my friend's house and I would read like um, you know a lot of the '90s run stuff, a lot of the Carnage and Venom and and yeah. and, and that stuff, and like Spider-Man 2099, um, and, and I would see a lot of that stuff there. I think like hanging out at my friend's place and like with his like dad's shoe boxes of comics is where I sort of like became 
where where sort of like the the awareness of what happened to Gwen Stacy like really sort of settled into my head sure. apparently wrongly now that I'm reexamining <laughs> it as an adult but uh you know that that's kind of where I got that and it entered into my head right um and and so I read a little bit of that there but I was still like largely X-Men and then when I really really like you know, it was like Spider-Man's one of my favorites, and I I, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man the best. Yeah. Was I went off to college, and uh, I would like I walked around town all the time, and I would walk to the bookstore and like trade paperbacks. Like in 2000, that was like sort of when they were starting to really like the 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 collected works were coming out really well, oh, sure. and they were being yeah. presented really nicely. And I started picking up uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, trade paperbacks, yes. and I have like there I have a shelf with. I still need to catch up. I'm way behind. I haven't yeah. read them in a while, but I read up through like trade paperback number 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that, that run, I think like for me, I, I believe one of the other questions you often ask the guests is like, who's your Spider-Man? And I would definitely have to say that uh, ultimate Spider-Man from the early aughts is, is uh, when I think mm. Spider-Man, that's who I think of. No, that nice. might, that might also be one of the reasons why the, um, the timeline of the Gwen reveal is a little, uh, wonky because it's very explicit in Ultimate Spider-Man that she learns Peter Spidey before. Yeah, right. Yeah, that probably threw yeah. me off too. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Because it's I don't know more, more because that run kind of handled everything better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost great. like they'd yeah. it's almost like they'd had thirty or forty years to think about these things and <laughs> mature as an art form. Hey, let's update this. Yeah, let's just like do it cleanly. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, absolutely. I've I've said it probably. A dozen times, at least on this podcast, but that was the one that really got me hooked as well. And it's still the Spidey I refer back to. I, I really like the idea that your first real memory of Spider-Man isn't just like watching the cartoon or something, but it's having already existed in a world to the place that you wanted to be Spider-Man for Halloween. Yeah. And you were wearing it. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. first real memory of it. Like how I just much, remember it. Yeah. How much the like cultural saturation had to already have hit you before that point. That mm-hmm. your first memory is wanting to be Spider-Man for Halloween. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the power of Spider-Man. That's the, pow- it's the power it's, of it's... Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 Spider-Man in the news. With <laughs> on base. Um, yeah, and uh, in addition to like the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff, like all the games that, uh, that came out... Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, the Super Nintendo stuff was fun, um, fun Spider-Man stuff, but the, uh, the, I think with Spider-Man 2, the second, like, game on Xbox and, mm-hmm. and PlayStation oh, yeah. that, that kind of came out, like, concurrent with the movies, but mm-hmm. I think at this point they realized, you know, we don't need to actually remake the movie itself. This could just be, <laughs> you know, swinging around the city and having fun as Spider-Man. That was a great game. Oh, yeah. That was wow. really good. Oh, yeah. I had that on GameCube. That's what I That's had that it. on. That's it. There you yeah. go. And then the last game that I picked up in that series was the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man one where it was like um, cel-shaded to be yeah. like the Ultimate yes. Comics. That was really good. Very cool. And like I remember like the Venom in that was like really impressively animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tried to keep it like in continuity with the comics at the time. Yeah. It was just interesting. It didn't quite yeah. work, but it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah. The sales weren't big enough for it to quite work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> trying to trying to keep like different media in continuity with one another, yeah. I don't think ever works. <laughs> like there have been there have been so many projects where people are like our comics and our TV show and our movies and all of these things work together. Even in like the most successful continuity currently active, the MCU, yeah. like they've kind of walked away from like all of these things are still 
air quotes connected, but yeah, you're but. never going to see the Netflix show like right. pop up in ABC's well, Agents of Shield. That's more yeah. of a side effect of like Pearl Mutter than anything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is he is he responsible for Inhumans? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he wouldn't. He wouldn't back down. Vulgar he, gesture. He he, yes. he wouldn't back Vulgar down. Vulgar gesture. Yeah, he wouldn't back down. He wouldn't let uh the he wouldn't let uh, Marvel Studios uh, have it. Uh, God, like, what a yeah, what a yep. mistake yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Pearl Mutter, not anyway. not a good person. Um, nope. not a good nope. person. Nope, nope. nope. Uh, so many curses. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. Well. Uh, well. Cool. What do you got? What do you got to plug today? What have I got to plug today? I think I have to plug Geek by Night, Ooh. a dueling genre production where I, uh, you know, I, I do I provide the voice of a uh, of one of the the main characters, uh, Mr. Gibson. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Gibson, who has uh, somewhat uh, daredevil like powers, and uh, <laughs> you know, will, will be uh, awakened to uh, you know more and more daredevil like powers i hope assuming you know things yeah. go the way i think they're going yeah. and uh, i i really enjoy doing that uh that's that is a heck of a lot of fun if you haven't listened to that before uh you know it's uh it's up there on duelinggenre.com it's out there on the itunes it's out there in the beyond pods and the uh, google plays and wherever else it is the kids <laughs> are getting their podcasts these days don't you know um <laughs> Uh, it, it's uh, it has been a part of my life for a surprisingly long time uh, <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, I, I, I started guard, out right. Yeah, yeah. I started. Yeah. I started out with. Uh, I started out with you, Scott. Like back when you first like ran. Mm-hmm. You know, ran Geek by Night in like two thousand eight, seven, seven. Jeez. My yeah. goodness, what a different time. Two thousand seven, and auditions were in two thousand six when you were on Buffy Between the Lines. Yep, 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 oh my yep, gosh. yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when Chris yeah, played Xander. Did you know that? I Zach? did. I did not know that, but that's perfect casting. Oh yeah. my <laughs> gosh. Wait, is there like is there somewhere I can listen to all those old uh, Buffy episodes cuz that's amazing. I'm not sure. I think they're still up. We'll, I think we'll the talk Buffy, off mic, I think I think Buffy between we'll, we'll look at, we'll see if we can find it. Okay, and, cool. Uh, and maybe maybe when this episode airs and we did find it, maybe we'll post a link. I there don't you know. go. There <laughs> you go. I will. I will say if you guys have have not uh, listened to Geek by Night, yeah, I really recommend checking it out. And I, I do want to highlight. I think Jeff Gibson is one of my favorite characters on it, and Chris consistently turns in just incredible mm-hmm. voice work every single episode. It's it's one of those where I look forward every week. I'm like, I wonder what goofy things Chris is gonna do this time. And <laughs> it's always no. a delight to hear. Uh, award you. winning no one can see it, voice but I'm work. Award winning voice work. Yeah, that's yes, right. I, I won yes. an award and everything. <laughs> yeah. Best actor at the at the Best, Audioverse Awards, yeah. right? At the Audioverse Awards, yeah. 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 Best actor, that's me. Put that feather in the your The party cap, was great. <laughs> the party was great. My speech was, uh, my speech was, you know, it went a little long. They started to play me <laughs> off, and then I, uh, I, 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 you know, I pulled a little uh, J Law on my way out and tripped. It was, yeah, you, you had to be there, really. It was super it was, charming. It was quite it was something. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Um. All right. Well, uh, Chris, uh, we'll 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 have you back on for tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to all of you guys for oh, a minute. So much fun. One o three. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.